Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is my episode. Sorry. Hi guys. Today is English accent day. It is. Yes. Abby. Yes. <laughs> I. Hey, it's uh, English accent day today. <laughs> um, today, you can't tell. But we've got a wee bit of a change of scenery today. We're in my crib today. Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, you didn't? I based this living room on your r- living room. Ah, knew it. Knew it. Yeah. Hi, Toby, by the way. Hi, t- <laughs> Hi Toby. Hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. Tobes. Um, and everyone else. And, and, and everyone else. And Kai. Hi, Kai. Hi, Kai. Hi, Kai. Show a bit more enthusiasm. I, I, I don't know whether I've met Kai. Have I, I met don't think Kai? you have. Oh, but show hi. some respect. Sorry. Hi, Kai. Hi, Kai. I wasn't better. No. Abby. Hi, Kai. That's it. That, that's the energy that I want. Hi, Kai. That's better. <coughs> anyway. Anyway, moving on. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing what is... I haven't actually thought about what we should name this episode. What is the mystery of D.B. Cooper? Yeah, that's probably that the best. Yeah. Okay. So, today's episode is going to be What is the mystery of D.B. Cooper? And for whoa. those of you who don't know who D.B. Cooper is, were you going to say something now? I was going to say, whoa, deja vu, because you said that twice. Oh, right, okay. Excellent. Thank you. Um, You might hear some traffic out the back. Abby insisted on opening the windows. Because I've got an headache, so if I'm quiet, that's why. Got a bursting headache. He's got a bursting headache. Anyway, for those of you who don't know who D.B. Cooper is, let me eliminate you. Uh, did, did eliminate? El- <laughs> <laughs> it's time to take you out. <laughs> if you don't know, I'll kill you. <laughs> no, illuminate. Illuminate. Oh, Okay. Like the Illuminati. Uh-huh. Did Phoebe just fart? That was my stomach. All right, okay, I thought Phoebe farted. Um, did Did you know much about D.B. Cooper? I knew nothing. Abby? I knew. I've been new. I've been new. I, I, I knew Abby. about it because of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah, so did I. Um, uh, Loki was... D.B. Cooper. Yeah, um, I I realised that after research, mm. but I didn't know that at the time. Um, so it's just Tom's theory will be... Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was Loki. Um, it was Loki all along. For anyone else who doesn't know who D.B. Cooper is, I've got... This guy. This is this guy. You? No big deal, you know. <laughs> um, D.B. Cooper... It actually wasn't D.B. Cooper is Dan Cooper, but yeah. there's a mistake or something. Anyway, D.B. Cooper is this guy and uh, basically hijacked a plane. Skyjacked. S- skyjacked. Did you come up with that? Or is, that no. what actually, is that what it's actually called? Skyjacking. That's clever. I like that. He skyjacked a plane um, under the alias Dan Cooper. And um, essentially what happened is he handed the uh, stewardess a letter and she put it in her pocket. I said, no, read it. I've got a bomb. 
It was very, that might seem like I'm like paraphrasing something, but it, apparently it was like very casual about it. Like it was very chill. Like, don't put that in your pocket because I've got a bomb. No biggie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, she sat with him and he gave some, uh, some demands and they landed in Seattle, was it? Um, yeah. They landed in Seattle and all the passengers got off the plane and then he was given $200,000 and four parachutes and then the plane set off again heading towards New Mexico and then halfway there, not halfway there, but at some point during the trip, he bailed out the plane, never to be seen again. And this is like one of the biggest... Mysteries. Biggest. Uh, it's unsolved, isn't it? Unsolved mysteries. Yeah, it's unsolved. unsolved. Uh, this is like one of the biggest ones in like hijacking planes. Skyjacking. Skyjacking goes. As far as skyjacking goes, this is a biggie. Um. So we decided we'd we'd go through some uh, some theories. That theories I, and suspects. Theories and suspects. Um. I, I, I do want to say this was in 1971. I should have mentioned that earlier. 1971, November 24th. Yeah, so it's been over 50 years since it happened. Yes. So whoever D.B. Cooper was is probably dead. And there's also didn't a Netflix documentary in case you're interested. Didn't they say he was in like his 40s or 50s when he yeah. jumped? So I mean, a lot of the suspects died like... Though if Netflix you want to sponsor. Yeah, Robert Rackshaw died. What did you say, Tom? No, I'm just talking. Oh, okay. I'm asking Netflix to sponsor us. That's all. Oh, yeah, please. Please do. So there's loads of suspects. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. There's hundreds. There's some some are logical suspects, and some are a bit um, like, why were they even a suspect in the first place? Well, after after five years of the skyjacking, they had over eight hundred suspects to consider. My goodness. So there's a lot of a lot of people. We're we're just gonna cover three of them. <laughs> Well, do you have a suspect? We haven't discussed. I've got two suspects. One I just want to mention because it's ridiculous. Or the other is actually. Would you want to start with your suspect first and then we can move on? My actual one or the joke? Both both of them. Um, I'll start with my actual one. Wait. What? Who's your jokey one? I'll tell you. It's not not my one. I sent them to the chat who I was doing, so I hope it's not who I. No. Is yours funny? No, it's not funny. Wait, who was yours? Bobby Dayton. Nah, it's not. It's not. Nah. Wait. Oh, it is. Never mind. I'll not do it. It's not. F- I wouldn't say it's funny. I would. I feel like you don't know the context if you think it's funny. Why do you think it's not funny? <laughs> I feel like there's too much <laughs> tension now. And Tom, you should go in second, and Abby, you should tell the allegedly funny theory first, and then we can we can take. Yeah, it from I'm confused. There. You go first. Okay, so Bobby Dayton was born in 1926, um, and like basically grew up always feeling like they weren't a man; they were actually a woman. Oh, I did hear about this one. I did, but go on. 
Uh, so in 1969, so this is before the, the skyjacking, uh, she had um, like a gender oh, it's gender reassignment surgery and became Barbara Dayton from that point forward. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that's why I'm confused why you think it's funny. The information I have is that um, she, according to this, she explains it that she pulled it off disguising herself as the man and then she was the woman after and that was like her whole thing no that's false oh well it's potentially all false as she's only one of yeah but that's very paraphrased compared to how it is that's how I do my research paraphrased there's a lot more to it, and okay. there's, there's tell me more. Let's, let's tell me more. Like, did she have a car? Did he have a car? She. No, it's he. <laughs> it's he. No. Tell me more. Tell me. No, the more. song yeah, is the he. You, he but that's but a we're she. talking about a woman. No, I know, but the song says he. That's yeah, why yeah I know. Right. That's why I'm letting you argue. Okay. What did I just say? That's why I'm letting you argue. Yeah. Anyway. Why, why do we have a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. A bunch of this will need to be cut. <laughs> right, anyway. Go on. So when she was 18, at this point she was still Bobby, she tried to join the Air Force because she had a love of flying, but she was disqualified from that because she had an eye condition, which meant she wasn't allowed, basically. So she joined the Merchant Marines instead. Um, after she came out of that, she did like lots of different jobs. Like Apparently she did fishing, she did... like. I think she did some mechanical work. She did a bunch of different stuff, and through the different jobs she did, she somehow managed to pick up parachuting skills. Um, and also, she knew how to use dynamite because she used to use it with her father. Her father did something with dynamite, and she knew how to use it. And dynamite is what he had in his case, yeah. David Cooper. So that's just a little Damn. tidbit. Um, apparently, she would often joke about robbing a bank because she never had any money. Um, she took flying le- lessons, which became more frequent when she got a steady job. And uh, she eventually flew enough to be able to get like a private license of her own. Um, basically, she really wanted to get a commercial license, which would mean she could like fly people different yeah. places. She could make money from it. But... Uh, the test, like the written test, was apparently really, really difficult, and like she kept kind of failing on the bit that needed like formulas and math, and she like really resented. I think it's called the FAA, which is like the flying mm. people who would like give you your license. She really resented them for her failing all those times because she felt like the test was unfair and felt like needing to know the formulas and all that sort of thing was really unnecessary. Yeah. Um. Like everyone at school <laughs> having to do equations. I'll never use them in my life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, she very much resented that. So, come up to basically, she had her gender reassignment surgery in 1969, but I think there were more surgeries she needed to get. So, apparently, eight days before the skyjacking, she had a follow-up visit with the doctors after having had a second surgery. Uh, And apparently, the doctors reported that she was depressed and lonely and was, like, um, not not getting very much work. So, she had didn't have a lot of money. Um, 
and then apparently she had to come back again two weeks later after the skyjacking and she like basically the doctors were like oh her mood was so much better she didn't have any money problems she said that she wasn't bothered about looking for a job right now um she yeah just like seemed better and happier in general and like like all her worries had gone and like there were no more money worries anymore and this was after a skyjacking so that's just again an interesting suspicious uh i'm not a typically competitive person (laughs) but see like listening to yours Mm -hmm. it's really like good and like (laughs) there's a lot of like I mean, there's not like loads of evidence, but it's like I'm kind of it's like I'm I'm finding myself rooting for my suspect, but hearing about <laughs> hearing about yours, I'm like, oh, there's a wee bit of competition here. <laughs> anyway, was so she was Barbara when she did the sky. Yes, jacket. we're about to get onto that in okay. a minute. Um, She's done so much more research than I've done. I knew you would be the dead weight. Damn. I knew it. In 1977, I she... I thought re- Abby would be. No offence. Abby's a I do this. Pro. Yeah, I know. I do this in my other podcast, Everything Coincidental. Everything Coincidental. Uh, anyway, can you stop interrupting sorry, my, sorry. my flow, boys? Um, yeah, she befriended a couple called Pat and Ron Foreman, who also had an interest in flying. Up until that point, I think she'd had quite a lonely existence, and these were like the first people she'd got like really, really close to. Um, I think since she transitioned, maybe. Um, oh, apparently, one time Ron, like they would go to this place, and everyone would have their theories about DB Cooper. And if there was one that was ridiculous, she'd be like, "Absolutely not! That's all the rubbish. That's ridiculous." And apparently, one time Ron joked, "Oh, I bet you're actually DB Cooper." And apparently, she went off her head and was like, "Don't ever joke about anything like that again in front of me." So that's just a little weird thing. I think this couple wrote a book about her. All right. Okay. Um. Then apparently when her and the foremans had made a really good connection, she confided in them and was like, look, I used to be a man, I used to be Bobby Dayton, blah, 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 blah. And also, I'm D.B. Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the way it worded it in the article I read. It was like, they told her, she confided two things, that she used to be a man and also she was D.B. Cooper, just like flinging that in. Um, (laughs) The nature of that is very... Like, if that's how it went down, like, oh, and by the way, I'm D.B. Cooper. It's very D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Like, considering the way he's like, I've got a bomb. (laughs) Right, so here's where we get into how she says she pulled it off. So apparently she felt really resentful of the FAA and, like... Sorry, I'm just looking over my notes. Right. She drove to a bus station in Woodburn, Oregon, wearing a suit that had concealed a blouse underneath. She ran shoe polish through her hair to make it look darker and kept her wig in a paper bag. She made a makeshift bomb rigged with dynamite in a case. Uh, At the bus station, she parked her car and took public transport to Portland International Airport. She signed a fake name on her boarding pass and boarded... The ransom demand followed. After parachuting out, she navigated towards the predetermined landing area near Hazelnut 
orchard and Woodburn by using lighted checkpoints visible in the night sky en route to Reno. Um, she stashed the money in the suit, put on the, the wig and returned home. Um, and then it, it said that basically she borrowed her previous gender to pull off the heist and then never again, like, pre pretended to be a man. She just lived her life as a woman from then on forward. Uh, apparently she told them all this and then like eventually she was like oh no no I didn't that wasn't I didn't actually do that like she was telling them uh, originally she would talk about it and say I'm D.B. Cooper I did this this is how I did it blah 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 and then after a while she kind of sorry the dog next to me is licking herself and it's making the most revolting noise Phoebe pack that in um, apparently like <laughs> eventually <laughs> she stopped talking about it and was like, oh no, I wasn't being serious when I said I was D.B. Cooper. Because, but some, like, the foremans think that it's... <laughs> She's doing that again. <laughs> think that it's because she maybe didn't realise... I think she thought that the statue of limitations was up on when she could be arrested oh, right, for yeah. it and then she realized it wasn't and she was like oh no i was i was just joking i'm not i'm not db cooper but apparently she also told her children she was db cooper or at least one of her children she told them she was db cooper um but yeah apparently nobody from the stuff i've seen nobody's been able to fully rule her out Mm -hmm. But there are things that don't match up. So she had blue eyes, and apparently D.B. Cooper had, like, a brownie-greeny colour of yeah. eyes. And she was too, apparently too short to be D.B. Cooper as well. But the thing with that is people were like, oh, well, witnesses aren't always reliable, um, aren't always, like, they don't always see things the exact way they are, whatever. Um, so, but... I, to be honest, I wanted to do who Max did or who Tom did, but they both got to it before me, so <laughs> I chose this one instead. I don't personally think she's D.B. Cooper, but I just think the story's really interesting and how cool would it be if D.B. Cooper, like, one of the most amazing, like, he's an American icon at this point. How would it, amazing would it be if it was actually a woman? That'd be the best. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Uh, so the that's, thing, that's why I wanted to include this one. The thing I have about her, says the the FBI never took Dayton seriously as a suspect. So, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that as well, and apparently the FBI... I, in the documentary I watched recently, apparently the FBI were quite funny with some like evidence, and they're like, oh, well, that person's not tall enough, so it can't be them. But I feel like that's not fair, because... See, if I looked at someone... Like, see if I was talking to someone who was threatening to blow me up with a bomb... I wouldn't be taking notice of how tall they are. Plus, looking at people, I can't tell how tall they are as well. But the FBI were disregarding suspects because they were like, oh, they're not tall enough. But how did they know that the uh, stewardesses were given the right height? I wouldn't know by just looking at you how tall you were. Oh my gosh, he's going to kill us. Oh, he's uh, six foot three, has brown eyes and a moustache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I, like I said, I don't think it was her, but I just thought the story was really interesting. Phoebe is eating her fit. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with this dog. You have a crazy dog. Um, I thought Marty was crazy. Phoebe's like a... Marty's chaotic externally. Phoebe's chaotic internally. I mean, look at... Phoebe! Look at this. Stop. She's like... <laughs> oh, she's yeah, determined. 
Anyway. Anyway, that's the end of my one. I just thought you guys would maybe find it interesting. I like that one. Um, I find myself... Um, I'm rooting for Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, do you want to go next? I don't... Like I said, I don't think it was her, but I just really liked the story. There's a, a detail in yours that I'm going to bring up in mine. So I won't bring it up now, but I'll, I'll wait till my bit. Tom, do you want to go next? Yes, I can go next if you would like me to. I would love you to. Um, so... The person I have decided is the person I'm doing as my suspect is Richard McCoy. And for those who don't know Richard McCoy, which I assume is everybody, uh, he was also a plane hijacker who hijacked another US airline after DB Cooper, almost exactly the same as DB Cooper, slightly differently. It was, so it was a a trip from New Jersey to Los Angeles, uh, 85 passengers, six members of crew. Uh, and what he did was he, he got on the plane and about eight minutes into it, the stewardess noticed he's holding a hand grenade. <laughs> so he walked on with a hand grenade and just sat there with a the hand grenade. And then he literally, I don't know how long into it, but after the stewardess had, had notified the captain of the grenade, he handed her a note. The note had... Uh, hold on, let me find out if I can remember how much money it was. But it was almost identical to D.B. Cooper in the sense that it was... Uh, he'd asked for money and four parachutes. Mm. So people are like, is he just copying what he did? Yeah. Is it a or is it, yeah, is it a copycat? Or is it D.B. Cooper doing it again? <laughs> D.B. Cooper part two. Yeah. <laughs> um... So he asked for half a million dollars and four parachutes. Uh, after a stop for the cash, the plane took off. Um, and during that time, McCoy put on his flight suit and the parachute and blah, blah, blah. Don't know where he got a flight suit, a flight suit from, but he put on the parachute and a flight suit. And he jumped out of the plane over Utah. Um, and then it turned out that here in the news, one of McCoy's friends alerted authorities that he'd been bragging about having a foolproof hijacking plan because McCoy used to be a helicopter pilot, a skydiver, and a veteran. So he has all the, the skills he needs for, for you know, hijacking a plane, jumping out of a plane, landing successfully. Uh, he also has previous criminal pasts, so, you know, he has the right mindset to be a criminal. Um... But he was, he ended up being caught uh, and he was convicted and sentenced to 45 years. But two years later, after he was sentenced, he escaped from prison and ended up being killed in a shootout with the police. So, yeah. Nobody actually knows what, what the end result was. I saw was. photos of him and he looked quite like D.B. Cooper as well. Yeah, he does. He does have a resemblance. So, could be. We'll put some pictures up of each of the suspects on Instagram. Good old Barb. Good old Barb. And Richard McCoy. Richard. I quite like that theory and the fact that maybe it was D.B. Cooper and he was like, I've done it once before, I can definitely do it again. Mm -hmm. Just use another alias this time. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, 
I, I like that theory. I like that. I almost chose that one. But I thought... I just sent Abby a message. And I was like, let's try and pick ones that haven't been spoken about on BuzzFeed Unsolved. I'm not saying <laughs> BuzzFeed Unsolved, so I don't know. That I'm surprised like Robert Rackshaw, whatever, wasn't on BuzzFeed Unsolved because that un- documentary that came out recently on Netflix, basically the the main suspect they talk about is him. Hmm. I, I haven't watched that. I didn't even know it was out when I suggested this episode to you guys. I just um, I was listening to your podcast and there was something that made oh, me yeah, think of yeah, it. Yeah. And I thought we should do an episode on DB Cooper. <laughs> And it just so happened that a TV show just came out on Netflix about it. Um, do you have anything more to say about your your man? No, not that I can think of. Okay. So, my suspect is Robert W. Rackshaw. Don't ask me what the W stands for. Um, what does the W stand for? Trying to think of like an aviation pun that I can go with. Wind speed. Ah, I knew it. I can do better than that. I was thinking wings. Ah, well, my wings good. would have been much better actually. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Moving on. Uh, Robert Rackshaw became a suspect after there was a bunch of people like sending in letters to the FBI, and one of which identified him as Robert Rackshaw. Um, he fits the bill in many ways. How and so? doesn't fit the bill as well. Tell in me in more, a similar way to both more. of your suspects, and I'll, I'll mention that in a minute. Um, but Robert Rackshaw had a criminal record. Um, he had experience with explosives, and they also uh, murdered his stepfather, which he wasn't convicted for. So he got away with that one too. But he definitely did it from what? He did it, but he just didn't get convicted. Um, he was, anytime he was approached by like the press and they asked him, are you D.B. Cooper? He was very kind of like sly and suave about it and he just wink and smile. Yeah, he'd never like, he'd never say that it wasn't him. Like in uh-huh. that documentary, there's videos of him being like, people being like, so are you D.B. Cooper? And he's like, well... I wouldn't say if I was or I wasn't. Either yeah, way. he never like. d- actually like <laughs> confirmed or denied it. Um, he w- he'd been described as having a quote criminal mind and a hell of a con man. Hell of a spelled like hell of a hell of a hell of a con man. And uh, funnily enough, spent two years in prison for stealing a plane. Wow. So, he, 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 mm. he fits the description there. Sorry for the weird noise there. Oh, no, Dogs are going to be knocking the microphones and making lots of noise, I think. So it's okay for you to do it, but not the dogs? Yeah. <laughs> um, Robert Rackshaw, a former Special Forces paratrooper, explosives expert, which I mentioned, and a pilot, and he had around 22 aliases. One of which may have been D.B. Cooper. You never know. Name the other 21. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, 
But he was eliminated as a suspect. A suspect? A suspect. As a suspect in 1979. Um, But many people believe he is the best best guy for the job. Is he dead? Yeah. I think he died like a year or two. He died in like 2019. Oh, no. One of the people who believes that definitely was Robert Rackshaw is... Bobby. What? No, wait, Tom. Thomas. Thomas Colbert, who wrote a book, The Master Outlaw, and a documentary, which was called, I'm trying to find my notes, D.B. Cooper, Case Closed. He's very confident, Thomas. He That's like, okay. the, the, the do, I don't know if you've watched it, the documentary, it just came out on Netflix. He's like the main guy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, I need to watch that. Tommy Boy. Not me. Oh, don't not Tom. I would say that the uh, Netflix show actually wasn't that great because it very much focused on Rackshaw and didn't focus on much else. Um, I, I think it would have been better if they went through numerous, oops, numerous different suspects, yeah, like in, de- in depth. I, I I think that Rackshaw is a good suspect, but I have some issues mm-hmm. with him. The first one is that he's a paratrooper. And, like, the FBI case files, they all say whoever D.B. Cooper was, he most likely wasn't an experienced parachutist, which is what I was going to say about both of yours, because both of yours had experience with parachutes. It's Mm. most like because of the conditions that he dived in, it's not like it was, like, pitch black thunderstorm over a wooded area, and he couldn't steer... The parachute that he used was unable. You couldn't steer it. You're just like free falling, but slowly. <laughs> free falling. Because I'm free. How much of a madman would you have to be to want to jump out a plane when you don't know how to parachute at all? Yeah. Must be mad. And also, he was wearing like loafers, which. <laughs> he was wearing a suit. He was wearing a suit and like. Trench coat. Trench coat, slip on shoes, and sunglasses. Oh, did you mention Classic at the beginning James that Bond. he left his tie behind? Oh, yeah, like, like, he left his tie behind, and th- there was like little particles of um, something. Metal. On the tie. Metal, which is for another suspect, but. Uh, I've got a, a mini thing I want to talk okay, about cool. on that later. Oh, do you want to do it now? or? Well, it's a different theory. You just go up Okay, I'll carry on the plane. Uh, where are we? Oh, that's what I was going to say. And you could say that's for your barber. Oh, Barb, as well. Because could they track planes at, in 1971? Who knows? Was that possible? Because I feel like if I knew how to fly a plane, I would just kick the pilot out. I'd be like, you get out with all the other passengers. Give me the money and the parachute. Well, I wouldn't need the parachutes. Unless I wanted to, like, bail out and let the fly, let the plane, you know, coast. Probably very different to fly a big plane like that to what it is to fly. I think he was a... Check my Although maybe the jumping out part was He was a deliberate. Pilot. Like maybe I don't I hear what you're saying, but maybe it was part of the show. Yeah. 
It may, it may have just been like, it's like I don't, I don't need to do anything else. Well, the other thing you need to think about: how would he escape if he was flying the plane? Well, that's what I was. That, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, it seems a bit clunky. Oh, that'll be Mum's phone coming to the door. Give me a minute. Pause. Chat away. Didn't need to clap. Did it anyway? Max, chat away. Us, silence. <laughs> so, what do you really think of Max? He's uh, he's a bit short. Oh, hi, Max. Oh, hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. We're just uh, talking. All right. About you. All good things, I hope. About how short you are. What? You know. Yeah, only four foot nine. <laughs> it's taller than you. Oh. No, it's not. I'm five five. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Uh, what were we talking about just then? Robert Rackshaw. I know we were talking about him, but like, <laughs> um, about him piloting the plane and not knowing where he'd land. Oh or... yeah. I there's like the thing of where would they land, and when he landed, there'd probably be people. Guns blazing, waiting on him. Is that all the evidence you have for Robert? Even I had more evidence. What do you mean? How do you have like three pages worth? Leave my writing alone. That, yeah, that's all I did. You didn't have more than me, Tom. <laughs> and I also I wrote out I I did the whole intro as well. Leave me alone. <laughs> Make me insecure about my size of work. One of the things with Robert Rackshaw is his eyes weren't the right colour or something. Or the and right also shape. he was somebody showed uh, the stewardess um like his photo and she said, No, that's not him. Yeah. I feel like how how much can you trust a stewardess who's been shown eight hundred plus photos of of all similarly slightly similarly looking men? Do you want to hear it's the true. mini theory? Yeah, let me hear your thing. Right. So in that documentary, this is probably the most interesting part. <gasps> Apparently, there is a French Canadian comic. Whoa! That was so fascinating. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody had to make that. It's joke. about a pilot called Dan Cooper. <gasps> and apparently he like jumps out of planes and all this sort of stuff. But it's only like really circulated in like areas where they speak French because it's in French. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who think that uh DB Cooper, aka Dan Cooper, because that's the name he used, uh-huh. is or was a French Canadian who maybe worked um in like a place where they built airplanes or something like that and that's how he maybe knew about the comic and maybe he's a big fan of the comic but also why on his tie there was like residue of heavy metals yeah and stuff like that that's, that's what i was gonna mention and are you no i'm not ca- done carry on. um and apparently like the way that db cooper asked for the money apparently he said something like that and um i want to end Con- convertible US dollars, so money that can be converted to yeah. another currency, oh. which is kind of, it wasn't that wording, but that's what he sort of what he yeah. said, which is suspicious if you're not going to another place where you want to like convert it. And obviously, in Canada, they have different money. Um, 
just I just thought it was interesting that yeah. there's a comic about a guy called Dan Cooper who parachutes out of planes and apparently there's there's cool. a story that's very similar to the D.B. Cooper case and the Dan Cooper comic book. Ooh. So was it before or after the incident though? These comics were about before, way before. <gasps> Hot diggity damn. So it might not have been in American at all. Is that so? Is that what you actually think? Like, if you were gonna put money on it, would you say it was that? If I was to put money on it, I'd say DB Cooper probably died <laughs> when he jumped out the plane. If he was inexperienced, yeah. Although the issue with that is there's never been a parachute found and there's never been a body found. Yeah. The money, some money was found. Yeah, a little you know boy found some money. Mm-hmm. It was like brushing his hands through the sand and he just kind of a big brown bag of like five thousand uh, dollars. The thing that and oh. They took note when they gave him the money. They took note of all the little uh, the registration number on each mm. bill, and uh, all the, uh, the the little the notes that the little boy found. They all matched up with the ones that they had given. Dang. There's a theory with that relating to Robert Rackshaw. Apparently, someone Robert Rackshaw was connected with. I can't remember the guy's name. He was a drug dealer and stuff, and apparently he was with this guy in a bar, and he was like, see those two people? This guy used to say he was D.B. Cooper, even though he wasn't. He was like an associate, apparently. Associate of Robert Rackshaw. And um, he said to this guy, oh, those two people over there and their kid are going to find D.B. Cooper's money next week. And then, like, the next week on the news was that family saying they found D.B. Cooper's money. I can't remember what the guy's name was. Wait, so the little boy... And the dad were in on it. Yeah, like apparently they had been. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to look up who that. That's is. much less heartbreaking than the thought of DB Cooper jumping out of a plane and immediately losing five thousand pounds, <laughs> five thousand dollars. Well, it's not that upsetting, really. <laughs> deserves it. Deserves it. True. But, um, I'm just seeing if I can find what this guy's name was. Apologies. Okay. Um, the thing that I'd heard with the tie is it had like traces of like heavy metals, like Abby said, and Iron Maiden, uh, Black Sabbath, oh, uh, <laughs> Metallica, yeah. Um, apparently the kind of metal that they found on the tie was like traceable back to this factory locally, and they think that. Whoever Dan Cooper was worked there either as like a worker at the factory or like as like a manager of one of the mm-hmm. sectors or whatever. Hmm, intriguing. If you had to put money on it, who who do you think it was or what do you think happened? Uh probably died, didn't he? I think it was some sort of inside job with the the uh, why can't I think of the word the, the airplane company the airline there you go the airline company right I found it on newsweek.com um, Richard Briggs um, right I'm as opposed just gonna... to Richard my Richard his name's Yours not is Richard, Robert. It's Robert. <laughs> um, he was a complete cocaine supplier and criminal who came to claimed to be Cooper in the seventies. Um, 
apparently go around telling people he's D.B. Cooper, but he also apparently once at a party, like I was saying, uh, not only claimed to be Cooper, but predicted the ransom money would be found by a couple at the party. Five days later, £5,800, sorry, was found by the couple's eight-year-old son at that beach place. The FBI officially declared the notes did come from Cooper because the serial codes matched. Mm -hmm. Um... Apparently, Stephen Colbert, who's an investigator of D.B. Cooper, said that it wasn't Briggs because they didn't fit the description and didn't have pilot experience. However, Briggs was friends with Robert Rackshaw, and that's how Robert Rackshaw sort of got kind of involved with it and stuff. Um, Yeah. That's cool. What if D.B. Cooper jumps out the plane and falls into into I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Max is just staring at me like, come on, finish the sentence. I'm trying to find the word like a, a portal. I mean, like the have. upside down. I've only just started season four of uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> Interesting. He, he falls into like a gate. A gate. And then that's why he was never found again. Because he's chilling in some other dimension. Other dimension with $200,000 that are totally worthless because they don't use currency in the other dimension that he fell into. Of course not. But he knew that when he was doing it, he was planning it. He just wanted to stick it to the man, Jack Black style. <laughs> stick it to the man. Miss Mullins, you're the man. <laughs> Are we moving on to our sections? Yeah. Do you have anything more to say, Tom? Uh, I mean, I asked both of you if you would... Oh, no, I, I did say. Never mind. No, I have nothing else to say. Okay. Move on. Damn it! Damn it! I realised I know you've clicked like a million times, Abby, and I'm gonna cut those out. But I realised at the beginning of the episode I didn't introduce you guys again. <laughs> Classic. I'm here with uh, Tom and Abby, in case you couldn't figure it out. Also, Marty as always, and Phoebe, who's out the back at the moment, chilling. Oh, here she comes. Anyway. Okay, so my anagram with Abby today is state. Uh, so the state's one word. And the anagram is Nash to win. So Nash is in G-N-A-S-H. Oh. To win. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Owen Wilson was in Loki. Wow. And we were wow. talking about that earlier. No, Abby, it's wow. Have you got another one? Do you want to do another one? Um, I is so rum. Mississippi. No. Damn. Uh, it's a state. Mm-hmm. I is so rum. Illinois. No. What states have R in them? Florida? Not Florida. <laughs> what was it again? I is so rum. 
I remembered it as I is so numb, and I was like, hmm, no. I is so rum. Rum. What states have letter I? I is so rum. It's this not is, the first state you would think of. This is awful. The first one I'm thinking of is Illinois. I don't even know if that's a state. I is so rum. <laughs> this is awful. Michigan. No. Damn. Also doesn't have an R in it. Should we just go through them all? You don't know them all. Yeah, but that would be a good challenge to work out if we did. Um, Hawaii. California. No. Um, I is... Do you want to know so what it starts with? Yeah. Mm. Rum. Um, Missouri. Yeah. Ah, that's a good one. Give us another one. One more. The silence. I name. Miami. No. Maine. Mm-hmm. What? Maine. I, I name. Maine. Maine. Yeah. Okay. It was a weak one. Let's move on. <laughs> So my bit of trivia. Normally I would get you to, to guess something. Today, it's just a fact. Okay. So, in case you didn't know this, there was a movie made about D.B. Cooper. Don't know whether either of you know that. Know. But anyway, um, that, that, that's not the whole fact. There's more to it. So Universal Pictures are the ones that uh, made the movie. And as part of their publicity campaign for the film... They said that if anyone could come forward with information leading to the actual capture of the real D.B. Cooper. Phoebe's making lots of noise in the kitchen. That was ridiculous. Yeah, they said if anyone can come forward with information leading to the capture of the real D.B. Cooper, the studio would give them... <laughs> you can't see this, but I'm I'm doing the Italian hand pose <laughs> as I'm saying this, and Abby's copying me. Uh, yes, uh, Universal, Universal. No, I can't. That's racist. Let's not go there. Oh, I just kicked the microphone. This is a disaster. Um, yeah. So they said. <sighs> If you could come up with information leading to the capture, the <laughs> <laughs> many times, Tom, <laughs> of DB Cooper, <laughs> don't need to repeat right, it again. again. No, we no. don't need to start again. <laughs> so, in case you didn't know, <laughs> in case you didn't know, there was a film made. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, the there's the the <laughs> happy stop. <laughs> stop copying me. <laughs> Abby! <laughs> come in! They said that if you could come forward with any information leading to the capture of the real DB Cooper, the studio would give one million dollars. Was that it? Is that what we waited <laughs> that's, for? That's that what we waited for. We waited for, would give you one million dollars. That was, ah. Uh, not worth it. Not good trivia, Tom. Sorry. It wasn't even trivia anyway. No. What? <laughs> oh no. 
Abby just farted. Right, let's uh. move. Let's move on. Slow statistics. Can Max redeem the episode? Okay, I'm trying to think of a way to word this. It's going to be completely unrelated to anything that's uh, happened in this. Episode. It's never really classic, Max. Um, <coughs> in the past century, okay, what bit should I? Did you just say what bitch? No, what bit should I? Huh? Um, make the question. What? I don't know. I can't see the question. Okay, I'll make it a two-part question. Okay. okay. So, in the past century, a certain name has been the most popular bail... Bail? What? <laughs> the most popular male baby name. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that name is? For the past Robert. For the past Robert. century. Daniel. No. Robert. No. Robert. No, you stop saying Robert. <laughs> it's not. It's not Robert. Is it Thomas? It's not Thomas. Phil. No. Is it Matt. a British? Would you say it's a British name or is it Matthew? Stop. Um. Abraham. I think you're on the right. Are you on the right track with well, the biblical know. names? I, Muhammad. Peter. No. I don't know if that was a good um, tip. Mark. No. Luke. Think of... Um, John. Stop! Think of, like, uh, famous people. <laughs> what? <laughs> you so know when, You know when you criticise my section? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I know, but we weren't waiting an eternity for... Uh, Abby ruined that. I could have got it out in one go. <laughs> Think of um Think of a name. I'm trying to think of clues. I really like this person. With what? This. I really like a Michael. Certain, yeah, it's Michael. Jeez. I'll be understood what I meant. Okay. Who's Michael that you like? Jackson. Alright, okay. I thought it was McIntyre. I like Michael McIntyre. Is Michael a biblical name? It isn't, is it? No. I'm thinking of... Thank you for that complete throw. <laughs> the Catholic boy knows best. <laughs> it's not me. It's not me. Okay, so how many times in the last century? Four. So out of a hundred years, how many times do you think Michael has been the most popular name? Well, like number one globally? No, like, like yeah. Number one, it's been, and like, uh, the top male name, male baby name. That sounds like number one to me. Yeah. How many times? How many times out of a hundred? Sixty-three. Fifty-nine. Oh, Tom's closer. Yeah. It's 44. Oh, we've got a f- female name, if you want to guess that. The top female name. Yeah. I thought you were meaning there was a female name in the male list, and you were like, good for good news. I think it's Amy, because I know so many Amys. Amy. Um, 
Jennifer. Both good guesses. I actually only know one person with this name. What? Mary. Oh, that's uh, an older person name. I don't know damn. anyone. We're thinking people our age. Yeah. Because I think it w- it's going to change to Amy because there's so many Amy's. There's millions of them. Uh, they keep reproducing. They're everywhere. <laughs> All the Amy's unite and become one mega Amy. Kayla was going to be called Amy. Was she? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I told her, my, I, I told her sister, no, I don't. There's so many Amy's. Don't call her Amy. So she called her Kayla instead. <laughs> um, when Derek was naming Luca. Luke. Luke. I always want to say Luke. Why did you call him Luca? Because he was going to call him Lucas. I said, don't call him Lucas because his second name starts with S, so that there'll be a big slur between names when he says his full name. Because I get that. Max Sloan. At the X and the S slur together. And I was like, don't call him Lucas, call him Luca. That's why I always want to call him Luca, but it is Luke. You're right. Well. Anyway. That was some trivia. That was some trivia. Sloan's trivia. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Hi, baby. The dog's looking lovingly into my eyes. Thanks all for listening. <laughs> Tom just <laughs> winked at me. It's because the way you looked at me is if you wanted me to look at you <laughs> lovingly, so I just winked at you. <laughs> I gave you some love, Max. I'll play hard to get, Tom. Play hard to get. Oh. Uh, anyway. Bye. Thanks. I guess the episode's finished then. Bye. I guess goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I would stop. (laughs) Ah!